Hey, in today's letters, so this one that I'm going to read, Shelly, really is topical since we are going to the march uh, in Salt Lake City on the Temple, Protect Every Child rally in March. That's going to be happening this weekend. Mm -hmm. That's the 5th of October. So this letter relates to that for sure. Yeah. And what what are you talking about? I have a letter from Ben, and Ben talks about coming out to his wife about his sexuality and how they've dealt with it. Okay. Mm -hmm. Well, uh, without further ado, let's get to it right after this. Ever feel judged at the gym? You don't know how to use the leg curl machine? At Planet Fitness, get energy without the judgment. Join the judgment-free zone today during the Big Fitness Energy Sale for 24 cents down, $10 a month. Cancel any time. Deal extended through January 19th. See Home Club for details. Are you struggling to lose weight and keep it off? Tired of wasting time and money on starvation diets that lead to more frustration and stress? If there was a weight loss solution that could actually work for you, would you try it? Then head to golo.com. I'm Steve. I lost 138 pounds in nine months on Golo. I'm Amber. I've lost 128 pounds with Golo taking release. If you're ready to take back control of your life, head to golo.com now and see how Golo can work for you. That's G-O-L-O.com. My sleep is way better. My inflammation has gone way down. Golo saved my life. I was way overweight. That's what sent me down the path. I wanted to make sure and live for my kid. I have literally tried everything. I was on the verge of getting gastric bypass surgery, and I saw the Golo commercial, and it was the last thing I tried because it worked. Join over 2 million people who have found a better way to lose weight with Golo. Your healthier and happier life begins at golo.com. That's G-O-L-O.com. Again, G-O-L-O.com. Hey everybody, I'm Mary. And I'm Shelly. And this is episode 15 of LDL Letters. Is it really 15? The Latter-day Lesbian Midweek Mail Podcast. Is yes. It really? Wow. It's 15. I wouldn't I wouldn't make something you like that. You wouldn't lie up. to me about that? I wouldn't lie. I might lie about other things. <laughs> no, I probably wouldn't actually. So on LDL Letters, we have now read about 30 yeah. letters. Yeah, you're, you're about right. Probably about 25 to 28 letters, I would say. Well, I love it. Point. Yeah. I and can't wait till it's like 2,500. <laughs> Just keep reading them. Okay. I love the, I love the letters. Yeah. It's a, it's a really fun one. And we keep getting, we keep getting letters. Keep sending them. I know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Today's, um, are a little serious. Yeah. A little serious. The one I'm going to read after the break mm-hmm. is pretty triggery. Not yep. going to lie. It's, but important um, to know that this yeah. shit goes on. Yep. For sure. And it's super related to, uh, Sam Young's Protect Every Child March. Yep, so. which we will be at, by the way, on October 5th. Yes. And that starts at 9 a.m. Mm-hmm. It's at the uh, city and county courthouse, I want to say. Is that where it starts? Yes. Okay. And then at 10 a.m. the next day, Sunday the 6th, we will be at a coffee shop whose name <laughs> I can't think of right now. Something Bean. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> How funny. You want yeah. to take a second and look that up? Yeah, let's just pause. <laughs> okay, I'm going to hit pause. Wait <laughs> wait a second, everybody. Hang on. We're back after that weird little glitch. It was not weird. Thank you to the <laughs> Google gods. Um, the coffee place where we will be on... Sunday. Sunday, October 6th at 10 a.m. is called Raw Bean. Mm-hmm. See, I knew there was bean in it. Raw Bean <laughs> Coffee House. And the address is 611 South West Temple in Salt Lake. So come by at 10 a.m. and have some coffee with us. We can talk about how the march went the day before. Talk about yeah. whatever we want. 
And we can have a meet and greet. Yeah. We'll, we'll meet and greet. And we'll meet and greet you. Lots of hugs. Yeah, for sure. Coffee on the Sabbath. Yeah. Oh, so yeah. we'll be at Raw Bean versus Latter-day Lesbian, which is a blend that I would like to create with some coffee purveyor. Mm, is that the right idea. way to describe that? I think so. Barista? Coffee barista? No, I think barista. I don't know. Is that right? Uh, maybe I don't know. What's a barista? All I know is I really need coffee right now. <laughs> I, do I think baristas too. are the people. The baristas are the people who make who's like serve the coffee. But I really don't know if that's true. Okay. Or not. Well, you know, um, Sister Fanny, fact check. <laughs> what a barista is. <laughs> right that's now, a she's fancy like, term. God, what a stupid thing they're making me look up. This has nothing to do with Mormon history. Well, know. you know, she looked up shrugs. So what? <laughs> Good <the heck>? point. <laughs> All right. Should we get to the letters? Yeah. Can I go first? Yes, you can. Okay. This letter comes into us from Ben P. Okay. Mm -hmm. Ben P. Mm -hmm. Hey, Mary and Shelly, thank you so much for doing this podcast. You're welcome. Oh, you're welcome, Ben. It's so great. Well, thank you. (laughs) Thanks so much. Mm -hmm. I only recently found my way out of the cult and have been listening to all the ex-Mormon things. As I've been listening to Latter-day Lesbian, I found something that helped me come to terms with who I am. When I listened to Shelley's coming out story and how she felt in her marriage, some of her descriptions really resonated with me. I'd had thoughts in the back of my mind before that I might be asexual, but never really took it seriously. Hmm. Listening to that made me really dive into it and take a hard look at it all. Turns out I really am. I am a demi-romantic. That means I can have a romantic attraction to a person, but only if I have already developed some sort of other relationship with them first. Asexual. Okay. Finding this out has really been eye-opening and wonderful to me. It finally helped me see some of the strange actions I'd been doing my whole life and what they were all about. More than anything, though, it helped me finally understand so many things that the allosexuals, those who have a directed sexuality, around me do. For instance, did you know that people are actually serious when after looking at someone they say, I'd like to have sex with them, or other similar sentiments? I see now that I, like Shelley, had been shoved into the heteronormative box that the church has been pushing on us all. I never gave it much thought, just pushed myself through, doing all the things I was supposed to, not really realizing what had been wrong with it all. In middle school, when my friends first started asking me about crushes, I had no idea. Never really thought about it. So the next day, I sat and paid attention in each of my classes and wrote down, yes, literally wrote them down, the names of several girls I thought were pretty. That's basically how I approached my crushes throughout the rest of my life. When it came time to date, I was so bad at it. After I'd frustrated hmm. some girl or another, I'd find out things like, uh, you were supposed to call her and want to talk to her, or she was tired of waiting for you to hold her hand or kiss her, etc. And you know, here's the thing, though. Many girls in a religious upbringing are taught, don't call the boy, mm-hmm. don't take any initiative, mm-hmm. wait for them to contact you, wait for them to kiss you. Put a little lipstick on. <laughs> yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, don't show your porn shoulders, but put Make, on a little lipstick yeah. and look a little feminine. Like the, It's so crazy what women... I think, have to adhere to, to be able to be desirable, but not too desirable, but don't show too much initiative, but make sure you act interested. Yeah. I I don't understand Be confident, but also dumb. (laughs) You know, like, be attractive, but not too attractive. Don't be too smart. Yeah, don't be too smart. For sure. No one likes a real smart girl with an opinion. Yeah, but then here's a case with Ben, who is not sure how to proceed either. Yeah. I mean, it's difficult figuring out dating, and that's an interesting definition he's talking about with asexuality, because I've never just looked at somebody that I thought was attractive and wanted to jump into bed. So does that make me partially ace? Not even me? Well, 
Baby, I needed to get to know you first. And <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm sexy. Yep, you are sexy. Thank you. But not everyone is just like you know looking at some eye candy and want to get horizontal. That's yeah, I don't really, goes. I don't really work that way either. Actually, yeah, because you know part of the attraction for me, and maybe it's true for Ben too, is this the whole person and yeah. it's their spirit and their personality and their if do they have a kind heart, for instance? Mm-hmm. I mean, you kind of need to know like the whole. Like the gist of a person, I think, before yeah. you just want to jump into bed. Not everybody. Some no, and there's nothing wrong to. with either way. I am not a one night stand person. That would be that's hard. That would be hard for me. I think mm-hmm. um, to just have random sexual flings because I I enjoy intimacy as far as, but it's more than just it's a connection. It is a connection. Yeah, and that's just me. It mm-hmm. can be. I'm not saying there's anything wrong if you want to go have one night stands. Just be safe. Um, exactly. Yeah, but. And I have had one night stands before in college. Well, so have I. Well, yeah, that's true. <laughs> that is true. Uh, raise your hand if you've had a one, <laughs> one night, night stand. stand. Okay. <laughs> Lots of hands going up right now. Okay. All right, let's get back to the letter. Yeah, sorry. Oh, it's okay. I interrupted you. Sure shit did. <laughs> Pipe down over there, little lady. <laughs> okay. Um, she was tired of waiting for you to hold her hand or kiss her, gotcha, et cetera. So the next time I dated, I'd remind myself to do these things because that's how you date, right? I eventually found someone that put up with my weird dating habits and had developed enough to kind of pass. We eventually got married and had two kids because that's what Mormons do. We were even talking about having more because, I mean, seriously, what kind of Mormon only has two kids? <laughs> for <laughs> and sure. And I'm so happy we decided against that. I was able to sit down and have a long conversation with my wife coming out to her. Wow, okay. That's awesome. It was really wonderful to finally see a little bit of where we'd each been coming from through all of this. It's definitely going to be hard in some spots, but my wife has been really supportive of me in this, and we're trying hard to make it work together. Oh, wow. The poor woman has had to adjust to both this change and my post-Mormon coming out in just a few months' time, but she's done great overall. I'm really glad to have that kind of support in my life. Once again, thanks for sharing your experience with us. It's been really helpful, and I love listening to the podcast. Oh, good. Thank you, Ben. Yeah. I, uh, not to talk about me. Uh, <laughs> for a change. For a change. <laughs> so many people have commented on how they could relate with my feelings as far as my relationship with Brent went. The st- struggle of attraction, the struggle of connection, and I, I'm not sure before the podcast I had ever really been able to put it together in words. Mm-hmm. I think having the podcast has, has made me really focus on my feelings and focus on my memories and just really try hard to get to the listeners what is really in my heart through words, which can be hard, um, but I've really tried to do that. And it's been very healing for me to actually put words to my feelings, as many words as I need to put, yeah. as I'm trying to get people to understand them. Uh, and I was just trying to get people to understand them for my sake. And now I'm realizing people being able to understand the feelings is helping them in their lives. And I want to encourage those of you out there who are talking about your feelings, telling your stories, be genuine, be real, like dig deep. What are the words that describe your emotions. And if you're not, even if you're not telling anyone, write it down. Yeah. You know? Get it out. As many words as it, as it takes. That's been huge for me. Yeah. This is good advice. And it's interesting that you are coming to this conclusion now after the fact, because I think there were a lot of times in your marriage where he asked you point blank, are you in love with me? Do you want to continue this? And mm-hmm. you weren't ready yet. To admit the truth. I, I wasn't. That was very, very scary. I also 
had this hope that that it would change, yeah, that I would true. somehow fall in love with him because that would have for sure been the easier route on everyone. Mm-hmm. I would think, well, if I try harder, I'll love him. If I spend more time with him, I'll fall in love. Like I, I wanted, I wanted that. Mm-hmm. I wanted that because that would have been easiest and and best for everyone if I could have just changed my feelings, changed my emotions, right. changed my sexuality. Yeah. Well, and you gave it a good try. I feel like there's that point. In most people's lives, if they're looking at separating from their partner Mm -hmm. or getting a divorce, whatever Mm -hmm. it is, that they don't want to throw in the towel yet. Yeah. They want to give it some time. They want to really try. Yeah. And so what's that point in the relationship where, you know, it's you've reached that point of no return, where you you feel like you can't try anymore or it's futile trying. That's got to be different for everyone. It's different for everyone. Yeah, there's no... I mean, there was the final fight right? where we decided, let's separate. I mean, do you look back at that time and think, I should have ended this six months earlier? Yeah, Or I should have ended this two years earlier? For sure, but there's no way I could have when I was in that minute. You know, when I was in that argument, when I was in that headspace, I was not brave. I was still hopeful that somehow something would make it turn around. Mm-hmm. There was always the, you know, well, let's let's go on a vacation together and reconnect. Yeah. Or um, you know, if, if we build this addition on our house, the kids won't be on top of us all the time and I can relax more and it'll be more home feeling and there were like these things that I thought would help me be happy in my situation. There was always like these things on a calendar, you know, like, well, school will be out and then I'll be more, I won't have to wake up so early and I can be more relaxed with the kids. We could do summer vacation and we'll bond. Mm-hmm. Or it'll be, well, school's about to start, so I'll be more relaxed. The kids will be gone. You know, there was always this thing on my calendar that was magically going to make me happier in my situation and okay. it just never worked. Yeah, And it took way too many tries to finally say this isn't working, but I, I didn't know it while I was trying. Mm-hmm. I guess what I'm saying is people, you know, looking back, you're like, oh my gosh, I should have ended this six months ago. Don't feel bad. Don't right. feel bad about that. Right. You weren't ready. Well, there's no timetable. No. And you can apologize to your ex-spouse and say, wow, I, I am sorry it took me this long to be brave and, and let you go. That's totally legitimate. And I think an ex-spouse would appreciate that. Um, but don't be down on yourself for not being in the place yet mm-hmm. to go. Yeah. And regret is sort of futile it anyway. Is. Mm-hmm. You know, looking back over parts of your life and thinking, I should have done this or I should have done that. I should have ended things sooner. Mm-hmm. Um, that's just not actually useful. It's not unless that provides you with an opportunity to apologize to someone who might need to hear that. Mm-hmm. It doesn't mean... You, you don't know, have to beat yourself up no, over No, 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 no. I don't beat myself up over my relationship with Brent, but I have apologized to him for having not ended it sooner. For having lied to him about my feelings because I was scared to be honest, I've apologized. I could have saved him a lot of hurt, yeah. but I'm not looking back and kicking myself because I wasn't ready. Yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. And you were like staring into this unknown future and it God. scared the crap out of right? you. Right? Yeah. And now look at me. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> look at you. <laughs> Just look at me. Should we think about taking a break? Yeah, let's pay some bills. Okay, we'll be right back. We're back. I missed you. (laughs) (laughs) You say that every time. I do. I miss you every time. Oh, sweet. So this next letter is, it's really out there about abuse. I mean, it's just- Is this a trigger trigger warning? Trigger warning. But an important thing to discuss. um, Sexual abuse is a difficult topic for you. You may want to, uh, 
I mean, I don't suggest that anyone stop listening to the podcast, but prepare you know, yourself. Prepare yourself, or maybe maybe don't listen if if it's difficult for you. This letter is from Marty J. Hi, Marty. Thank you for writing in. I know it's very sensitive for you to talk about this stuff. Yes. Marty says, hey, guys, this is going to be a long one. I bet we've had longer. Mm -hmm. Uh, She's apologizing in advance. No need. I noticed Shelly announced she would be attending the March 4 Protect Every Child. That's true. We've talked about it a bunch. Yeah, Mary will be going as well now. Well, she's about to get to that. Oh. <laughs> uh, later, the announcement that Mary would join her, it made me giddy. <laughs> That's cute. So she was just sort of happy about me and then giddy about Mary. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> what can I say? <laughs> Uh, she goes on, just jumps right into, here is my story of abuse and how it relates to Mormonism and the Protect Every Child movement. Okay, let's do it. Okay, here we go. From age three to age 12, I was sexually abused by a family member. Nine years. Nine God-awful years. I was finally able to muster the strength to tell my parents at the age of 13 about the abuse. One year after said family member finally moved out of my home, mom took me to the bishop to tell him what I told her. She left me alone in a church parking lot to go to the bishop's office by myself. God. At 13. Yeah. She waved at me as she drove away. Thanks, mom. Thanks, mom. Jesus. She didn't come with me, so she left me alone with the bishop. No harm, right? Wrong. I told my bishop all of the ugly, lurid details. Again, I was 13. He asked so many details, and I gave them all. I wanted to be washed of my sins. He then asked where I was touched, and he got details. Then he touched me and asked if these were the places I was touched. Under my clothes. God. I know. He touched me in all of the places my abuser touched me. For anyone who thinks this can't happen or bishops are appointed by God, well, it's not true. I told my mom what the bishop did also. She told me to forgive both of them, Mm -mm. I guess the abuser and the bishop, and we didn't speak of it until this year, 33 years later. Oh, my God. This year, I got up the gumption to ask my mom why. Why did you tell me to repent to the bishop? Why didn't you call the authorities? Well, in the allowed time of statute of limitations, she adds. Why did we never talk about it? This is what she told me. She didn't want anyone in the church to look bad. She didn't want my abuser to be kicked out of the military. She didn't want the priesthood taken away from my abuser. This made-up thing called the priesthood that makes every boy into some sort of minister, essentially. Mm-hmm. It's made up. It's voodoo bullshit. Yeah. And her mom was so worried that the voodoo bullshit would be taken away from her bishop that she just didn't bother. No, this was the abuser. The abuser, in the military. Sorry. She didn't want the bishop's priesthood taken away. She didn't want either of their either. priesthoods no, you're right. yeah. to be taken away. I know. Yeah. Everyone put before... The victim. Mm -hmm. Everyone. What's up with that? All the time. Mm. I'm so glad we're going to Utah for this March. Me too. I really hope everyone in the area can make it. Seriously. Please come and support you guys. Come on. Yeah. It's really important that we Mm -hmm. go. 
so she didn't want the priesthood taken away from her abuser. Think about his family. He wouldn't be able to go to the celestial kingdom. Another made-up thing that doesn't matter. Okay, church things in general should not be placed in in a matter of importance above your children. No, like it's never. just not in general. Nothing like, should. Period. Nothing should. Yeah, yeah. Be placed in importance above your children. Unfortunately, in the Mormon Church, church comes first. Yeah, it's it's insane. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the mom goes on. He couldn't hold a temple recommend. Not that he didn't abuse me, but if I told on him, he couldn't go to the celestial kingdom. God. Later that year, she attended the temple. Wait, 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 pause. Yeah. So the mom is actually believing that she was abused. The mom's not even going against it. She believes the daughter that the daughter was abused, but her reaction is, well, if we report him, he won't get to go to the celestial kingdom. Right, and his priesthood will be taken away. Ugh, yeah. Moms. Right? Mm-hmm. Because that's more important? I mean, I'm not the best mom ever, but I would kick somebody's ass if I heard they did that to my child. Yeah. I sure as hell wouldn't tell my child to just forgive them so they can go to the celestial kingdom and keep your mouth shut. Like, what the hell? This is not the first time we've heard a story like this where no, the mom- we've had tons. Yeah, where the mom keeps her mouth shut or mm-hmm. don't rock so the many. boat. Yep. Don't expose these people. That's because- a very Mormon mom thing to just shut the fuck up because mm-hmm. that's how you're raised. Shut the fuck up. Don't make anyone look bad. Just go bake some fucking bread and, you know, (laughs) have my babies. Like, it's... Mm. it's, Wow. Yeah. I feel like we need to descend upon Utah and Idaho and wherever else and try to, like, retrain women on how to to just stand up for themselves. I know. How to be a strong, loving, independent woman. Here's the problem. We do that, and then they all leave the church. That's a great problem. I'm just saying, like... (laughs) The church won't stand for that. And if they're already indoctrinated and brainwashed into the church, they can't. They might think they're being progressive. Right. That's the thing. I've I've met a lot of women in the church who stay in the church because they think they're progressive. And it's like, you are supporting an organization that is extremely patriarchal, that has a past of racism, polygamy, sexual abuse, child abuse. Mm-hmm. You're supporting some real shitty stuff. That's not being progressive. It's like people like to get all up in arms about different political things, different whatever. Look at where you're putting your money. You are putting 10% of your money into an organization that hides abuse, Mm -hmm. that doesn't allow women to make any decisions. Mm -hmm. There's still a man that has to approve. You're looking at an organization that approves of polygamy. Right. That doesn't say Brigham Young was wrong about polygamy. That doesn't say... Brigham Young was wrong about blacks in the priesthood. Like, you are supporting a wicked organization, period. Yeah. So look at yourself and ask yourself, how am I raising my kids in this? Are they going to come to me and say, Mom, why did you raise me in this? Like, Mm -hmm. what are you doing? Think more than just about, do I look good for my family who's still Mormon? Like, look into your heart. And I would say start from zero. And you want to look around at all the beliefs there are out there. You want to look around at all the teachings that are all out there. Look at the history and look at the current practices of all the religions and ask yourself, would I pick Mormonism? No, you wouldn't. But you have to look at it. You have to step back and look at it. You have to be willing to question your beliefs. And I think we should do this as a matter of course anyway. Absolutely. We should look at our own political beliefs and make sure that they still hold up. No, I I agree completely. People, Mormons especially, I think, get raised in this religion and they never analyze it. Mm -hmm. They might look at some things and be like, well, I don't really agree with that, but whatever. Do you 
make such a snap judgment in which college you go to? Right. Do you make such a snap judgment in like the shoes that you buy? (laughs) No, I've like been pouring sweat over which shoes to buy, right? (laughs) But so many Mormons stay in and don't even fucking think about what they're doing because they were always doing it. Uh This is your entire life. This is your children's lives. Mm -hmm. Spend more time thinking about that than you do about which shoes you're going to buy. Yeah, good point. It pisses me off. Wow, Uh, Shelly's getting heated. And the other thing you didn't mention in the rant earlier, like a minute ago, is that this organization still looks down on and tries to control uh, its gay, lesbian, and trans members. Yeah, can we talk about that? I forgot I was gay for a second. Yeah. If you were starting from zero, would you pick a church that believes that gay people don't go to heaven, don't get to be with Heavenly Father because they're gay? Would you pick that? Would you take your kids to that church? Mm -hmm. Think about it. Yeah. And I just think it's creepy calling some sort of God figure Heavenly Father all the time. That just gives me the no, willies. that's the Mormon thing. I don't, I don't even know what. I don't know. I don't picture a man in a robe with a beard. It just isn't what I picture. Or in a suit. Either yeah. one. You know, it's funny that Mormons picture God in like a robe and a beard. Uh-huh. Um, but you can't have a beard and be Mormon and work in the temple. Really? <laughs> <laughs> True but, story. But they picture God with a beard? Yeah. He's all the pictures. Jesus has a beard. God oh, Jesus. has beards. No, God and God. Has yeah. One too? Yes. You can't have a beard and go to Brigham Young University. <laughs> Why? Did, um, wait, I can't are, keep are you up. trying to make sense? <laughs> uh huh. I, I can't keep up with all this are stupid shit. Are you maybe shit. starting to think <laughs> that it's all fake? Maybe. <laughs> you were missing that in the last I episode. Was. I, I know. Was. You feel better? I do. Thank you. Okay. Can we get back to the letter? Yes. Let me see where I left off. Your point was, well, her mother realized she was abused. She recognized the abuse, but yeah. didn't want to do anything about it. And then I it. just flew off the handle. Yes. So, so right. Um, Not sorry, by the way, for flying off yep, the handle. Yep. Marty confirms what you were saying. Not that he didn't abuse me, mm-hmm. but if I told on him, he couldn't go to the celestial kingdom. Jesus. Later that year, she attended the temple marriage of my abuser. Damn, that hurt. I mean, can you imagine going to the marriage of this person who abused your no. daughter? No. I, I don't even understand that. Mm-mm. No, not at all. I wouldn't. Well, A, because I wouldn't be in that position. If I found out that someone was abusing one of my kids, they would be in jail, regardless <laughs> of the relationship, right. whether it was one of my sons or an uncle or a cousin. It wouldn't matter. Yeah. Because yeah. they would need to be punished for their crime, turn their fucking lives around, and then I'll go to their wedding, you mm-hmm. know, but not after I've hidden things and lied for them and watched my daughter's life just be completely fucked. I would have no need to go to that wedding. No, Mm-mm. I feel you. No. And uh, Marty says, damn, that hurt and that her right. mother you know, I wouldn't. went to that wedding. Yeah. yeah. Why would you? Well, I was just considering if it, what if it was a family member, like her brother or something. You're I'm right. just trying to find something that where I would want to go to the wedding, but all these things would have to happen first. That's all. Yeah, I guess so. Marty says, I'm leaving so many details out right now, but it's such a long story. The anxiety and depression I face is sometimes overwhelming. I can imagine. I'm sorry. I can't sleep at night, she says. Mm -hmm. I have horrible insomnia. I don't trust easily. I'm damaged, but I'm not broken. Good. Good for you. I'm so happy to say my children are not victims of childhood sexual abuse. Yes. That's fantastic. I broke the cycle. Yes, you did. Yes, you did. And this is my greatest achievement, for sure, breaking the cycle Mm -hmm. and keeping your children safe. Mm -hmm. Marty says, I will be at the march. I will support Sam Young and his cause. 
Aw. I know. Marty, will you please come find us and, and say, hey, I'm Marty, and let us give you a big hug, please? Yes, and come get a cup of coffee with us the next day. Yes. Marty says, I will mourn, I will celebrate, and I will love. I will support the other victims. We all will. That's, That's fantastic. Right. That's right. I want to say thank you so much for supporting the march. I'm excited to say hi. We're excited to say oh, hi to you. Yeah. I'm ecstatic you are both able to support the march. We are too. Mm-hmm. Sorry if this is rambling or choppy. We have had more rambling and more choppy That's than true. This. You are not the worst. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I am on my third glass of wine. Yeah, Atta baby. girl. And she says, hashtag no regrets. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> Again, I'll be so happy to meet you guys, your friend and avid listener, Marty. Oh, Marty, we love you. Thank you for oh, writing great. in. That is definitely stories people need to hear. This is one of the times, well, I have a lot of times, where I wish more of my Mormon friends and family listened. Yeah. I know you get upset when I rip on the asshats that run the church and stuff, but this is this is why. This is what is upsetting to me. I wish you understood what goes on. Just because it didn't happen to you doesn't mean it didn't happen to right. thousands of others because right. of the church that you support. And it's not, well, there's there's bad men in a perfect organization. No, no, no. It's because of the policies within the church that these creepy predators are so easily able to get to these kids. Yeah, that's yeah. true. And too many people are just not speaking up. Yep. Fuck it. Who cares if that guy lost his military career? Yeah. Or fuck it about why, the priesthood. Why, he shouldn't be in the military anyway. Like, they have a pretty strict <laughs> yeah. standard. Like, yeah. you can't be a child molester, I think, is one of the rules um, <laughs> about being in the military. I'm sure they would frown upon it. They would. Same with being a bishop. I'm pretty sure that's a rule that you shouldn't be a child molester if you're a bishop. So, uh-huh. guys, blow the whistle. Yeah. Don't protect people. No. It's Quit not worth it. protecting these predators. That's right. You protect the children, period. Mm-hmm. Protect the victims. Yes, indeed. So, um, yeah, once again, excited to go to the march this coming weekend. Yeah, it's like, right? It's like days away. Yes. Days away. I'm pumped. I know. Me too. It's been a long time coming. Um, I'm real yep. excited to get back to Salt Lake City and uh, stand up for the victims. Yes, yeah, stand up mm-hmm. for the victims. Exactly. Okay. Well, let's wrap this one up. All right. Uh, thanks, everybody, for listening. As a reminder, if you would like to write us a letter, please visit latterdaylesbian.org slash contact. And one more thing, if anyone would like to seek online counseling help, our partner is betterhelp.com. So it's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com slash L-D-L for 10% off. I think it's one month's services. I believe that's it. So uh, feel free to take them up on their help. They have lots of different counselors suited to all sorts of situations. And Mary, this episode is brought to you by UC Places, your tour guide app. Oh, brought to me? Just you and everyone who's listening. (laughs) Download it today. Mm -hmm. Help Shelly out. Okay. That's going to do it for this week. Uh, We will talk to you again real soon. All righty. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye.